When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Tom Bernard Show with co-host Catherine Brandt. Special guest. Michael Malone. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't to say my own name. <laughs> That's okay. Shy. Andy Brandt Bernard. And Cassie Schrader. And we'll be right back. Kick things off. Tom Bernard Show. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Doug Sprinthal, Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com. Tell us about this warranty for life thing. I, you, know, you know, you understand a lot more about this than I do. Well, of course. I know you're not an automotive mechanic. So let me tell you a cool story. This just happened a couple of days ago. I got an email. Somebody emailed me at Doug at Walzer.com, and he goes, Hey, I bought a 2005, and I think it was a Honda Accord, back in 2014, having some problems with the engine. Uh, do I have any coverage? So... I called the Honda store, we looked it up, and sure enough, the card qualified for a lifetime powertrain warranty. So it had to be under 60,000 miles at the time of purchase, a uh, non-highline vehicle. And they covered the engine repair. Think about what that means. That's a 13-year-old car, and the guy got his engine replaced. It doesn't cover every single thing on the car, but all the, it's like major medical coverage. So the engine goes bad, transmission, four-wheel drive system. You're covered as long as you own the car, as long as you maintain it to factory standards. It's pretty cool. It actually is really cool. Well, I mean, it's a lot cooler than you or me. Well, it is really cool, though. Yeah, I mean, you know, 15-year-old car. And that's why I buy all my cars, and my family buys all their cars from Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com, because of warranty for life. And you like working with me, too, right, Tommy? Tommy? <laughs> Tom? <laughs> I, I don't think he's there. That's really nice. Very professionally <laughs> delivered from Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. Yep. We're back. Flashlight. <laughs> I love also, you know, funky. In, what? Oh, I just love funk. Oh. I do, too. There's no doubt about it. Flashlight. That's all I have to say to you, this flashlight. Uh, I want to point out one thing before we get rolling here, Michael Malone, in studio. Yeah. Shy finally decided to show up. Man, it's unbelievable. With a cookie, too. Moseyed on in. With a cookie. 
<laughs> you brought a cookie for me? I got a cookie sitting here. on your on your laptop, man. I'm gonna have to take it back. <laughs> Might have to. I understand. I understand that completely. Um, I just have to point one thing out. You know, a lot of a lot of vegetarians, uh, they they like to uh, you know they like their mac and cheese a lot, right? Because you know, not not vegans, because vegans don't eat no, dairy. No, no, not at all. But vegetarians do eat mac and cheese. They eat a lot of mac and cheese, right? Mm-hmm. I think so. Okay. Safe to say. Well, a story today. I've always thought there was no such thing as too much mac and cheese. Well, we're about to put that to the test because Costco just started selling a 27-pound bucket of mac and cheese. (laughs) Six. Wow. True story. Six gallons, 180 servings. And by the way, it's shelf life now. This is for all you vegetarians out there to show (laughs) that you're doing the right thing by eating mac and cheese. It has a shelf life of 20 years. Oh, well, that's the stuff. Oh, so I, don't even, I don't even know if that's food. It's for really, preppers, technically. I think. Yeah. No. Oh, preppers. doomsday preppers. I love it. Doomsday preppers. Or, or elementary school children. Yeah, that too. This is just a Midwest Daycare Thanksgiving. Centers. I don't know what you guys are. Uh, yeah, that's right. Midwest Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah. You put a little turkey I've with that, never had some that. green beans. <laughs> Not mac and cheese. The Midwest Thanksgiving. Oh, I just, yeah, yeah. Uh, by the way, if you want one, it costs $90, just $2 a serving, or maybe it's $90 per serving, depending on your approach to the bucket. Uh, <laughs> last, Now, this is true. This is from Costco. The last we checked, it was sold out online. They don't have any more. <laughs> oh, okay. <So> is- <laughs> wow, that sounds like a great thing to have. America. In my pantry. <laughs> America, great America's again. America's favorite meal, mac and cheese. Well, how many? I mean, how many? It's 180 individually packed servings. So, you, I mean, uh, technically, you know, it is. if you just want it mac is. and cheese for the next 20 years, then this is a good deal. <laughs> Do you want to get out of the house once in a while to go buy it? I wonder if there was a limit on how many buckets you could buy. Tom, I, I, don't, think it's, I don't think it's a coincidence that they're legalizing marijuana everywhere, and now they're sold out <laughs> of unlimited mac and cheese. Well, you can, also, you can also get it on Amazon, but it's $150, so it's $60 oh, more. Oh, well. Wow. Oh. Hmm. Oh, Bezos has got to make some money now because oh, his wife gonna, ditched him. He's going to yeah. get divorced. He needs all the money. He, he, he needs all get. the mac and cheese he can get his hands on. <laughs> yes. I, I would like to know if, if if there were ever a contest. And again, I, I think that Mackenzie Bezos is a, is a fine-looking woman. She's an attractive woman. Has the longest neck in the history of the world, though. She does. There are Ubangis going, what the hell, man? How did she get her neck so long? Maybe she did that neck-stretching thing like they do with those... Oh, wow. The rings. Yeah, the rings. She really does. She got a long neck, man. It's like... She almost looks like she's got, like, Ehlers-Danlos or something. She has to have custom-made turtlenecks. I would imagine so. That's a lot of turtle, man. That's all I'm saying. Michael Malone with us, ladies and gentlemen, one of my favorite people in the world. And I want to. We need a chance to delve in deeply world? into your. In, yes, absolutely. In the world. You heard me. You I praise indeed. Me. I praise indeed. Let him but, talk. Let him talk. Let him. Yeah. Let him talk. Let him get it all out. Say more words like that. Catherine, Michael, and I were talking this morning on the KQ Morning Show about he he went to England. Yes. Enjoy his time in England. Yes, but uh, he he was criticized for being American. Aww. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I find that hilarious. Yeah, I was, really? Uh, yeah, I got asked a lot about Trump. That of was the course. number one thing, and then oh, the second thing God's I got sake. was uh, was guns. That was the oh second God. thing. Uh, a Lyft driver oh asked God. asked me. She said uh, she goes, "I heard in America that police can just pull you over." Pull you out of your car and shoot you. Uh, of course, that's uh, what she's yeah. heard. I was like, no, I'm white. That's... That doesn't happen. And I was like, no, that's not a thing. Like, you know, whatever. And then she goes, I also heard that if somebody comes into your house, you can just shoot them. And that's was, correct. Well, well, like, well if they yeah, break into your of. house in some states, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But she thought, like, if any, like, if you're just having tea with somebody, <laughs> and you're like, I'm done with you. This conversation's gone south. <laughs> Bang. <laughs> like, you're not good. No, she actually believed like that. Oh, that's what the media says. Yeah, exactly. It's it's uh, well, yeah, just, it's crazy. It's like people on the coast think that Midwest people are all farmers, yep. and we all live in igloos. I mean, right. people just don't know. Yeah, well, I suppose that is true. They don't but, get out know. of their zip code too much. 
it yeah. all works out in the end. But I, I love the fact that they they were criticizing you just for being American and just the, you know, I'm trying to oh, figure yeah. out the world, and maybe everybody can explain this to me. Oh, my. That. Once again, if it weren't for the United States, all of Western Europe would be speaking German now, as they say. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, other than that... Well, France you know, for sure would be. France for sure, and England would be too. But my, my favorite thing is I, I try to watch the television. Now, after you and I went our separate ways after the morning show, I tried to watch some television news so, so I could learn something about what's going on in this fair... Uh, world that we have, and what <laughs> I learned learning a whole lot. Yeah. No, you're not. You're not learning a whole lot. But I did learn this today. This is according to CNN and to Fox and to MSNBC and CNB. You go down the list. It's it, basically what we're doing is um, about what was it? 16 years ago, we spent all the taxpayers on uh, money on trying to prove that Bill Clinton was innocent. And now we're spending all our money, the taxpayers' money, on proving that Donald Trump is guilty. <laughs> yeah. Can we stop pissing our money away on nothing? Because neither one of them came to anything. I know. Look, I'm not even. Look, I'm a. I'm a centrist. I'm a libertarian. I don't like the far left, and I don't like the far right. You, just, you know, Democrats are good. Republicans are good. Libertarians are good. But you go way, way out there, and it's like, would you people, you extremists, stop pissing away our tax money? Is that possible, do you think? Right. Nope. That's, it's yeah, not it's possible. Not, and, well, people live in the extremes. That's, that's mm-hmm. what makes headlines is the extremes. Yep. You're not going to get main, you know, you're not going to get central headlines ever because that doesn't sell newspapers or the media That's or whatever it. like it's just you we the, we we strive on on watching each other yell at each other That's cnn is the yep, same thing do. like fox news all those uh. news programs are just people screaming at each other nothing ever gets solved and i think you and i have mm-hmm. talked about this last time i was here we do a show in los angeles where we we uh yep. create yeah the we the people and it's two comedians from the left two comedians from the right and we try to meet in the middle on topics uh every show we actually got to go to politicon this year and uh it's just been great um but yeah we try to meet in the middle on these topics that are 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 the that they're getting you know uh, extremist um uh, views on and it, it just doesn't make sense that we can't have i mean what, what we need now in this in this country is more than conversation it's resolutions and i think i don't think people realize that they keep saying we need conversation we need conversation well when you have that it's just people yelling at each other and nothing ever gets done and that's right. that's the real yeah, issue that's true. happening I mean, this law yeah. this, this is going to go on for for years, just like the Clinton thing went on. It for you. is. It's yep. still people still yep. bring up the Clinton thing, and you're like, it doesn't matter now. <laughs> He's not the president. <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I know. It's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, I, I, one question I do have for you. Yeah. On your show, is you have uh, two comedians from the left and two comedians from the right. Yeah. How does Nick DiPaolo fill two spots at once? <laughs> That's great. <laughs> I love Nick, but he is about as far right. Um, where do you find right-leaning comedians? I can't yeah, see that. in California. Yeah, there's only six of them. We use them in rotation. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. I'm surprised there are that many. It is hard to it, it is hard to find them, and it, it 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 because of this because they are a lot of uh, right-wing comedians are afraid of getting blackballed in Hollywood for yep. doing the show. Yep. Yeah. And so a lot of them w- won't do the show because they don't want to. Say out loud to an audience and the industry that they are, mm-hmm. you know, leaning to the right, and which is, we shouldn't be living in a country where you should feel bothered either way. If you are a Democrat or Republican, right. or whatever, like you shouldn't have to be able, you shouldn't have to feel like you have to hide that. Uh, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm not. Republican in any way, but that doesn't stop me from uh, from from silencing them. You know what I mean? Like that's not the answer. Yeah. Yep. And uh, and that's how we felt. So we were like, you know what? They need a voice too, because the only voice that they currently really have is Fox News, which is of course, you know, yeah. <laughs> really uh, tainted <laughs> to say the least. Yeah. I mean, seriously, if you watch CNN or Fox, you are not that's, in reality yeah. in either place. No, no, no. They're they're both fighting. You you, you just know what team they're on. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah, you do. Well, CNN, everybody just screams at each other. Even if they're talking about the same thing and they're on the same side. I know. All they just scream yeah. at Why are you yelling at someone? Like, they're agreeing with I you. I don't even know what they're saying. <laughs> exactly. yeah. I don't even know what they're saying. I can't understand them. Well, yeah. I'll tell you, Michael, one of my favorite things about that is my mother, 
God rest her. She's been dead for 11 years now. But she and Governor Tim Pawlenty, who was a Republican governor of the state of Minnesota, got to be very, very good friends. And she told them, like, every Christmas for eight years, because he was governor for eight years, you know, Tim, I love you. You're my friend and I love you. But I'd never vote for you. <laughs> Which I thought was fantastic. That is also right. part of the problem. <laughs> yeah, lo- you, you she know, loves a guy, but she wouldn't vote for him. That, that is uh, that, that is that is saying so much because a lot of people are afraid to quote unquote turn their back on their party, even when it's yeah. time to. You know what I mean? Even, even when you disagree with yeah. certain yeah. things that are going on, like yep. why are you staying loyal to people that are misrepresenting you? If if you really are disagreeing with you know little things like putting children in cages and uh, sexual assault you know just little things in life like yeah. that you know that upset right. your your good christian values that you claim to have then why do you keep voting the way you do it's okay to vote against your party and stand up for your beliefs and still and then years later when you find a candidate that lines up with your party again guess what Vote for them then. <laughs> you didn't have to vote yeah. Republican just because you have, or or Democrat, for the last twenty years. Just because you have for the last twenty years, you don't. You can switch it up. It doesn't matter. I know it's a strange it's, it's thing a that str- people feel so loyal to that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That no matter what, blindly is, loyal. Yes, that blind loyalty. And I think it. I you know, for me, I think it. I think it. You know, and you and I have talked about this before. I think it does get directly connected to the loyalty that goes along with religion. Because in religion you have yes. the same thing. Yep. Some, a lot of people don't agree with everything, but that doesn't stop them from from being, you know, Christian or Baptist or whatever they are. It's okay to let go of some of that, you know. And uh, I, I think people are just too scared to because of the way that they'll get looked at from their circle of friends or whatever it is. Yeah. It's very true. Well, I grew up, uh, you know, Roman Catholic kid, I assume with the last name Malone. You might have leaned that way yourself. (laughs) But I do remember like 20 years ago, Catherine and I went to, I don't even know whose wedding it was, but we went to a wedding at the president or an Episcopalian church, right? And I grew up Catholic. I'm not, I'm not a really religious guy. I kind of like the Catholic culture, the, you know, the Irish thing, the Italian thing. The, the, the drinking, I like all Tom. That that's what you like, yeah. <laughs> the, well, the, the drinking. The drinking part of it. It's just the blood of Christ. I get it, Tom. It's all wine, okay? <laughs> Boy, look at, the, look at the time. We have to wrap up the show. Sorry. Yeah. But I got to get I to remember, the church. I, it's last call. <laughs> I walk into the vestibule of the church, and there's this about 50 by 50 foot picture of Jesus. Yeah. This thing is the biggest. Remember that? How big that picture was? I don't know what you're talking biggest about. Biggest picture of Jesus I've ever seen in my entire life. So as a joke, I said, oh, well, who's this now? And the minister did not think that was funny at all. Oh, see, that's like, a church you shouldn't attend. Come on, They man. have to have a sense right. of humor. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure, well... Look, I mean, that. I, don't, I think it was National Lampoon. I'm not sure. I think it was National Lampoon. There was a guy. There was a split picture. It was at an angle. The upper left part of the picture was a guy scoring, uh, that had scored a touchdown in an NFL game, and he's down on his knees thanking Jesus for the touchdown. And the bottom right of the picture is Jesus with his feet up watching hockey. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's beautiful. I, do you think, Michael, the people can't come off? Uh, you know, my mother was 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 very religious. She was yeah. ardently, I mean, just way over the top Roman Catholic. <laughs> she loved being Roman Catholic. She was an ardent Democrat, not a not a far left nut job or anything like right. that. Well, there really weren't far left nut jobs when I was a kid. They were just oh, either this is before Democrat Twitter. Or yeah, Republican. exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. That's exactly it. But uh, yeah, I, she just uh, you know she she loved living her life and she thought it was all fantastic. But I will tell you this. And this is one reason why I, I, you know, I'm, look, I'm not smart enough to know if there is or is not a God. I'm not that smart. So (laughs) whatever the world. So my mother's dying. I take my mother's hand and I say, Mom, you'll be going. She goes, I don't know, Tommy, if I'm ready to die. I said, Mom, you'll be fine. You love the Virgin Mary and you love Jesus and you love God. And she goes, yeah, don't give me that. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) What? We'll take a quick break. Be right back. Tom Bernard Show. 
Tom Bernard here with the founder and CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. He was here to talk about a great service at an app that you can get and use from North American Banking Company. It's called XCheck. All right, Michael, my buddy, my pal of mine, why do I need this and why is it cool? We developed the app to compete with the other payment applications across the country. We wanted something that was safe, secure, easy to use, and most of all, free. Say, for example, Alex needs some money and you want to send her some money, you can do it right away in the payment app and would get into her account without her having to go to the bank. Most convenient for the princess in your life. And the Prince Andy, too, because I wouldn't want the kids having to leave the house to get cash. I wouldn't want that. No, there'd be no sense in that. You'd have to buy the gas then, too. <laughs> They're going to love it. This is Tom. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Check out nabankco.com slash KQ for more about XCheck. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. Whiting Clinic has changed their name to include their two specialties, LASIK and cataract surgery. Whiting Clinic is best known for their amazing LASIK results and ability to enhance thousands of lives by restoring vision to clarity without the need for glasses or contacts. You've heard me rave about them for years. You know that. But did you know they're also experts in cataract surgery? Yes, indeed. And I'm a perfect example of their good work. You know what I'm saying. I see so clearly now. When my clear LASIK vision started to fade due to cataracts, Whiting Clinic took care of me again and have the most advanced lens technology so I can see far away and up close without wearing any glasses. If you're over 60 and have noticed your vision starting to fade, call the experts at Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. To learn more about your options for cataract surgery and clearer vision, visit whitingclinic.com or call 855-554-2020. That's 855-554-2020. And please tell them Tom sent you. I like that we began that segment with... What? With Shy going, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, so sorry. I like that. I like right. that a lot. That works for me. I'm eating so, your cookie, by the way. Of course you are. Why wouldn't you be? Way to go, my friend. To. I'm deeply upset. There's no question about it. Uh, I want to hear more about your trip to England, Michael. Well, first, I want to ask you one question. Sure. So this Bezos deal, Jeff Bezos is getting a divorce. Yeah. Uh, he and Mackenzie, uh, it's a conscious uncoupling from what I understand, mm. that they're very happy for one another. And then we find out later that uh, Jeff's been sending dick pics to the other women for quite some oh, time. Now. Well, yeah, then. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Does yeah. that shock anyone? That is not <laughs> no, so it weird. does not. As the problem is his whatever. dick pics take two to four days to arrive. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, are you sure they weren't just pictures of his face? <laughs> oh! He does look kind of dickish. You're absolutely right. He is a complete that. dick. Yeah, he is a complete dick, isn't he? So... I, I just love the fact that everybody just admire. Oh my God, he's such a you know he cares about the people. Yeah, that's why he uses the USPS and you pay for it. I just yeah. love that. But yeah, he's sending nude pictures. Uh, he sent pictures of his penis to this Lauren Sanchez woman. Didn't he heard long of time ago. Jeffrey Weiner or whatever his name was? Wasn't it Jeff? I'm pretty Wiener? sure it wasn't Jeff Weiner. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. It was, Jeff, it was, yeah. it was no, it was it was a congressman. It was Weiner. Wasn't Jeff? Though. Well, yeah, it wasn't Jeff. Jeff. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Anthony Weiner. Anthony Weiner. All right, Tony, Jeff. Like Anthony, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Jeff who made a difference. Uh, not Jeff Weiner yeah, really. sounds like it sounds. It sounds way worse. I feel like old Jeff Weiner. <laughs> oh, like that sounds in, intentional. <laughs> Better than Jack Weiner, I think. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That'd be really bad, but uh, look, I, I just in kind of uh, basically following the lead of every politician in America now. I would like to take a, a moment to pause here because uh, Shy and and JB are there. The diversity is very important to me. We're so glad we have this diverse Make show sure today. Make sure and take lots of pictures and put it on social media. Exactly. Are you no, getting great. sick to death of hearing that every time you're involved, the word diversity? Not by you. I just mean Blah. black people. Diversity. Don't you get <laughs> sick of that? It's like, good God, leave me alone. In some ways. You yeah, know. I can see that. I, I mean, there there needs to be, in certain settings, There needs to you need to have that, but it also should be natural. It shouldn't be forced. Yeah, natural yeah. will be good. Natural right. will be good. I mean, yes. no doubt. I mean, you spoke, have spoken and spoken and spoken about it on the morning show. The, the, the diversity on the morning show happened naturally. 
It did, yes. Over a, over a 30-year period, right. too. It wasn't intentional. It was just people that I knew, and, you know, I, they hired them, and life worked out. I right. mean, that's how you came on the show, how Philip came on the show, all the women on the show. Yeah. I mean, it, it just it was not, we're going to create a diverse environment. That's fake. Do it naturally mm-hmm. or get the hell out of the business. Well, everything's about how you're represented uh on social media, everything. Yeah, I suppose. Absolutely yeah. everything. I just, but I do agree with uh, Mel Brooks and Richard Pryor and Blazing Saddles when he said they said we don't want the Irish. <laughs> so you know, <laughs> oh, that's, will, that's that was one cue. of my favorite scenes. Of, oh, <laughs> that's your Michael Malone, ladies and gentlemen. He's out. It's great being on. But Tom, I, I love it. it. <laughs> I absolutely love that scene where I can't say what he said. The mm-hmm. mayor of the town said, but he did finish with. We don't want the Irish. <laughs> and the greatest part of that whole deal was they were, Richard Pryor was brilliant coming up with that. Because looking back at the time at which they were, wasn't it supposed to be like 1880, 1890, something like mm-hmm. that, in Blazing so. Saddles? Yeah. yeah. At the time, the Irish were the most recent immigrants to America. After that, it was the Italians. But in that period, it was the Irish. So we don't want any brand new immigrants, mm-hmm. yeah. which was a brilliant joke. That's brilliant. Yeah. Uh, Pryor is no one of the Brooks best to do Rich it, man. Yeah. Oh, of all time. Of all, of all time. time. There's yeah. no question about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, uh, so if you had a choice, because it did happen, so I want to go around the table here. Uh, <laughs> when Richard Pryor and Marlon Brando had sex, who was doing what? Okay, <laughs> Michael, go ahead. <laughs> so thought I did, don't even want to have. Wow. Yeah. No. I like, you don't even want that in your. I like it's true, to, though. I'd like to think that Pryor was was pitching. <laughs> that's what I kind of think. I think I kind of think that's true anyway. No doubt about it. Yeah. <laughs> Richard, <laughs> no doubt about it. Come guy. Come on. No, no doubt about it. I had to wake up for that. <laughs> you did. Can't yeah, let, you, you, you the nap was like over. That. And, Definitely and, was. And Marlon Brando already sounded like he was having sex all the time. He was always just like, <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> How do you know when he was not having sex? That's the question. Yeah, that's why he was always mumbling. <laughs> Ice. It was true, apparently. They, yeah, it absolutely was true. But uh, my favorite Brando of all time, and I still use it on the streets. If some guy's being a pain in the ass, I just go, You can act like a man! <laughs> I love that. <laughs> And then they run away. And then they run away, terrified. <laughs> they think I'm insane, which is good. I have, uh, yeah, I got no problem with that whatsoever. But uh, yeah, you were talking earlier about going to, going to England. That's the yeah. first time you were ever in England. Yeah, ever? yeah. So I did, I did, uh, I did 11 countries before that. So I did Germany and, God, and Ireland wonderful. and all those. It was gorgeous over there. I'd just never been to London, and I went over there and I, I performed at the uh, the Bill Murray. We did a little set over there, and uh, so much mm-hmm. fun. And uh, they were putting up the marquee, and it was my name, and then they were putting up Eddie Izzard underneath it. And I thought it sure, might have yeah. been like a thing, you know, like, you know, how you're here in America where, like, Bill Burr was here in 1988, yeah. and his name's still on the marquee. You know, like, <laughs> so That's I had right. to ask, because it was a little, like, 55-seat little theater over there. It's a little black box theater kind of thing. And uh, it's a gorgeous little room. And so I go, hey, is... Is Eddie gonna be here tonight? And the guy goes, "Oh yeah, he's coming in. He's running his new hour tonight on the Late Show." And so I was like, "Can I stick around for that?" <laughs> so I got to see Eddie Izzard in a crowd of maybe there's maybe 55 of us, and he he was talking about how he uh, he was in Paris uh, last year and he was riffing like he does. He was riffing in French for 40 minutes. And decided the material was usable. And when he was going to Germany to do his shows, he translated it into German, did that 40 minutes in German over there. And then he was coming back to London, so he translated it back Mm. into English. And this year he's built onto that, and he's got about an hour and 20, and he is doing five countries in five different languages on his new tour. And meanwhile, I'm, and it's all about like humanity and the Big Bang Theory and the evolution and religion and all these great things. And meanwhile, I'm on stage like, you ever choke a girl while you're having <laughs> sex with her? <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. This is a, made me want to give up and, <laughs> and try harder all at the same time. <laughs> 
Did you did you talk to Eddie at all when he was there? When yeah, there? yeah, he's brilliant. He's yeah, he's great guy, he's incredible. Too. Yeah, yeah, so funny. And uh, he he actually said, you know, speaking about religion again, like he has this great new piece about it, and you know, of course, he's always pushed the envelope with it. And uh, he said something really mm-hmm. unique. He uh, he goes, you know, for centuries we've, we've asked each other, do you believe in God? 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 He goes, what we've never asked ourselves is, does God believe in you? And I like it. It was beautiful. And then he went on. He goes, I'm waiting for that news program where they, he goes, on every news program, they should come on when there's a big tragedy. And you're like, oh, there's a tsunami and there's hundreds of volunteers down here. They're giving out food. They're helping people. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, Tom, that's great. Are there any gods down there? Have any gods showed up? I <laughs> <laughs> got it. was brilliant. I was like, what a, what a great, you know, uh, smart jab at, at religion. You know what I mean? It was just beautiful. <laughs> I just, I really don't understand why people think they do or do not know if there is a God. I mean, if you want to believe in God, that's your business. If you right. don't want to believe in God, atheist, that's your business too. Yeah. But how, who do you know that's smart enough to know if or there is or is not? I, I'm not that smart. Right. Yeah. None of us know what happens after afterwards, and no. it's just, yeah. It's just, I, I don't understand like the 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 necessity of it. I guess is, is what I get. Like, yeah. just don't be a dick. Right. Like, it's not that hard. Like, why do you need a book <laughs> to tell you? Why do you have to go every Sunday to be reminded not not to be a jerk to people? Just mm-hmm. be cool, man. Right. <laughs> like, well, I find that people who are religious about going to church constantly are the worst. Ones. Oh yeah, yeah. They, yeah, yeah. yeah like I the suppose that's true. Just like the preacher's kid is the one that's doing mm-hmm. all the trouble. You know? Yeah, 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 exactly. It's, it's How do you know? <laughs> hey man, you know. Well, I know. Hey man. Personal experience. <laughs> I know because my dad was a no. kid of a Baptist minister. Yeah. Yeah. And right. I told you my old man was abusive. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. He was, yeah. And so, he, you know, so he dropped out of school. That's why he was in the military at 14. Yeah. You talking so, about me or your dad? My dad. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, yeah, I understand it <clears throat> completely. Uh, it's you know why I think such an ardent belief in a god came about because when people get older and back in the days you were old when you were like forty five years years old. So yeah. I think you look back at it now because I'm getting to that point in my life. I look back now and go. My God, humanity sucks. I sure hope there's something better than this. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Well, I think I it's think, just kind of disappointing. I think fear has a lot to do with it too. As you mm-hmm. get older, you, yeah, probably. You true. know, you yes. you start yeah. having more questions, and you and you want answers, and you think that you you find them when there's a group of people telling you that you're safe here. You know what I mean? Like it, that's all. Yeah, churches. It's yeah. a place where, uh, where older people can go and go, hey, you're safe here. <laughs> you know. Yeah, so that's good. Yeah, yeah which is fine. Like, I'll never good. take a religion away from anybody. It's just not. Not for me, you know, and uh, even when I, my aunt still sees me today, like, I, you know, she knows how I feel and all that stuff, and she still, like, refuses to believe that I don't have any religion, and so she'll be like, she'll right. tell people, he's on a journey. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I've arrived. <laughs> I'm good. He's on a journey. He's on a journey. One of my favorite, favorite religious stories of all time, my Uncle Ted was a great guy, really liked him a lot, but he... Uh, I toward the end of his life, he got pretty religious, and uh, he he was Catholic, obviously, but he became yeah. oh, charismatic Catholic, mm. which I had never even heard of. But he invited my mother to come to his charismatic Catholic. Apparently, they speak in tongues and do all that stuff. Now Ted's been long right. dead; uh, he died before my mother did. But I got a call from a couple of family members and went with them, I don't know, cousins or my aunt or whoever it was. So she says, he, he says, Toots, you got to come. My mother's nickname was Toots because her yeah. real name was Theophila, which means the love of God, which is a little <laughs> hard to carry around as a mantle. Yeah. Theophila, the love of God, is my name. Okay. Wow. Well, in any case, she's at this charismatic Catholic thing, and they start chanting and start speaking in tongues. And my cousin tells me, here's, yeah, you know, my mother had a really deep voice. She had a deep voice like this. I mean, she talked just like this. Yeah. And he said it was the greatest thing ever because right in the middle of the chanting and the uh, rolling in the aisles and the speaking in tongues, all of a sudden you heard this woman go, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I, can Im- oh, I can imagine that. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Yes, you can. That's <laughs> great. What the hell? Because we would go. Oh, and- she was unbelievable. We would go to my grandfather's church, and people would start doing that, and you would see nine Catholic kids just start to get tighter and tighter. Well, yeah. Our huddle would get tighter yeah. and tighter because we were like, 
Just like your mother would say, what the hell is going on <laughs> what here? What the hell? <laughs> I love uh, it. By the way, you can either eat the cookie, you can either eat my cookie or talk. No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was stuck to my cheek like a dip. A chew. <laughs> <Yeah>. Like a chew. <laughs> you got chocolate like chew out mm-hmm. of <laughs> No, I don't know. I like I, if it makes people look the only reason I don't like religion uh, or, or the only the case I guess which I don't like religion is people use it to harm other people because you don't yeah. believe what I believe. Well, but that's with everything. Well, They'll it's use with politics everything. too. I mean, yes. politics now is nothing but a religion. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you don't believe what I believe, I hate you. Yep. What? Yeah. Calm what down. <laughs> what? what was that? What? What happened? I th- Oh, I thought somebody said something. No. Yeah, she Some did, but she stopped. Oh. <laughs> Why did you stop, Shy? Let's hear it. I was supposed to say it's a business. Politics, religion. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's all it's a, business. a business. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. true. I'm, I'm glad you added to our diverse conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's on I our T-shirt. Well, I love it so much. It goes uh, back to uh, Daddy Rich. You know, was that a Rich? rapper in the... No, it was a, it was a mess. <laughs> Wasn't that the name of Richard Pryor's char- character in... Um... Uh, car Wash? Yeah. Uh, car Wash? It was in Car Wash, I right. think. Big Daddy Rich, Rich, yeah. Yeah, he was a minister. And all he talked mm-hmm. about was your money belonged to him. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what he... Yeah, he talked yeah. about that. And, and then the... And, he, and that was a rip-off, and I can't think of... There was an actual black... TV minister who would come on TV when I was young. Reverend Ike. There, that's the name. Wow. Reverend Ike would literally yep. go Reverend on TV. Ike, man. He would go on TV and say that. Wow. He actually said many times, God has told me that there is a place for money in this world, and it's right here in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he did. Follow that. Yes, he did. Yeah. At least he's that. honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. I still remember, I mean, JB, you know, where you, you know where you sent your contributions? I'll never forget it. And this is like 50 years ago here and there. No, I don't remember box, that. Answer. Time. Box 5000, Boston, Massachusetts. <laughs> I will never forget that as long as I live. Box we'll take a break. Be right back. Tom Bernard. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more. And please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Hey, Tom, do you remember the old Flip Wilson bit on... uh on the church, and it went something Flip like... Flip Wilson bit on the church? No, I don't think so. It was like, uh, he was talking to the congregation, and it was like, if you, if we're going to make it, first we got to crawl, and everybody in the congregation... Oh, went, yeah. <laughs> Let it crawl, <laughs> Red. Right. Let it crawl. <laughs> Let it crawl. <laughs> and then, if we're going to, if we're going to make it, then we got to walk, and everybody, let it walk, Rev, let it rock. And it was like, and then we got to run. Let it run, Rev. Let it run. <laughs> and a lot of black comedians have taken swipes at at religion because, you know, it's 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 a basis of uh, strength and strength and money in the black community. Yeah. I mean, you go to say no, Go to yeah. St. Louis, and yeah. you can't throw a dead cat without hitting a storefront front church. Oh yeah, oh yeah. There's no doubt. Oh, down no south, doubt. Yeah, there's you, a church every hundred. Uh, at, there's more churches than there are Starbucks down south. Like it's every hundred yards. It's <laughs> <laughs> suppose, Yeah. Yeah. Now, JB, you got to you got to finish. Uh, you got to finish Cleveland. No, not Cleveland a little, but but. Uh, Flip Wilson. I don't. Um, re- I don't remember Flip, yeah, the ending. Wilson. I just remember. You the... don't remember the ending? No. I just... Okay. Very quickly, I'll do the beginning and I'll do the ending. Uh, first, we've got to crawl. Let it crawl, Rev. Let it crawl. And then we're all together as a congregation going to walk. Let it walk, Rev. Let it walk. And then we'll get strong, and this congregation's going to run. Let it run, Rev. Let it run. But for in order to do that, I'm going to need your money. Let it crawl, crawl Rev. Red. That's let right. Crawl. <laughs> <laughs> they, they walked it back. That's like, great. Yeah. 
<laughs> That's brilliant. They walked away. Yeah, we're not kicking in our dough. But so, Michael, did you grow up in a in a pretty religious home? Uh, no, quite the opposite. We were like we were like holiday oh, religious. You? you know, we were going Easter and Christmas and stuff like that. And plus, See, my, my family yeah. was Baptist, so like, you know, in and out in an hour. You know what I mean? <laughs> it, was, it was great. Mm-hmm. Was, yeah, that's not Catholicism, man. That's for sure. Catholics yeah. like to take it like six, seven hours. You can leave. Um, Catholics too. Baptists are like, oh, we're, we're here. Good. Okay, everybody here. All right, we can go home now. <laughs> Catholics are forty-five minutes to an hour. No oh, man. De- depending on the 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 ceremony that day. No. Yeah. I suppose that's true. Yeah. Another one, a very quick reference to one of the, Jimmy Swaggart. Remember when they popped him for uh, siphoning money out of the church? Remember yeah. that several years ago. I will never forget the, they caught him siphoning money out of the out of the little uh, the uh, what the hell's it called when you give money to church? Because I've never done tithing it. box or whatever. Tithing, tithing yeah, yeah. kind of like a tithing box. Yeah, yeah. A tithing box. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget the next day he came out on. Oh my lord, yeah. I've sinned against you. <laughs> <laughs> was it money he or the angle on it. or right. was was he having an affair or having sex with a boys? No, that was Jeff Wiener. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, that was Jeff that Wiener. Was Back to Jeff, Jeff Wiener. Wiener. <laughs> yeah, I suppose that's true. But I know it's interesting that there's not a whole lot of difference in America now between religion and politics. No. no politics yeah, now yeah. are a religion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's amazing to me. My uh, my buddy actually had a really interesting... This is the last thing I'll say about religion. This, my buddy had a... His, his parents are super religious. Go, They go Wednesdays, Sundays, you know, multiple times a week, the whole deal. He grew up in that whole era and uh, so when he turned 18 he told me he would never go back to church again and he hasn't and so they still come out and visit him and stuff like that of course and so one of the conversations that always gets brought up when they come out to visit him is religion because they're still very much religious and all this stuff and so one night he's sitting down with his parents talking about it and he goes tell me again why you need me to be religious and and she goes because I want to see you when I get to heaven and he goes, okay. Well, tell oh. me about about your relationship with Jesus. You, you said that once you get to see Jesus, all everything will be fulfilled. She goes, yes. Once once I'm by Jesus' side, everything will be fulfilled. I'll have no wants. I'll have no desires. I'll be completely happy. And he goes, okay. Well, in that case, you won't need to see me because <laughs> all of your wants <laughs> and desires yeah. and everything will be fulfilled. And so you won't need to to have me. It won't matter. And she was like, we're not talking about this anymore. <laughs> like walked out on him. But it was just a very logical explanation of like, oh, you're going to be truly 1,000% happy. You're not going to have any wants and desires. So what are you talking about? Then what's it matter if I'm there or not? It's 100% true. And I, the yeah. thing I've never understood about any of it is, is like, yeah, first of all, what do you need with me anyway? Yeah. Like you said, you're all taken care of. Everything is all covered and everything's wonderful. I just... I don't know, that whole thing about, well, you've got to follow this rule. Well, who came up with the rules, first of all? Yeah. I know you got the Ten Commandments, and, of course, Mel Brooks thought there were 15. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, I, you know. I got a twist on that, Tom. Oh, what's that? They've always blamed the white man for the Ten Commandments and the, and the mm-hmm. Bible. Mm-hmm. But then you read in the Bible that Jesus had dark skin and, and wool uh, hair. That's uh, correct, yeah. So actually, it was a black man we can all blame for. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I do. I blame Thanks black Obama. Obama. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Thanks, Obama. Way to go. <laughs> Way to go with the commandments. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> yeah, it's it. kind of interesting to me, isn't it, that, that let's see, he was in North Africa, but he somehow is an American white guy. Mm-hmm. Right. What? How the hell did that happen? I, I don't know. It, it's, but we're going through the same situation right now too. I love the fact that the anti-fascists like to beat the piss out of people. Yeah, right. yeah, exactly. I love that. Like, nothing, nothing like fighting violence with violence. Like that's the. <laughs> there's too much violence in the world to prove it. We're gonna punch Nazis to stop the violence. Right. And you're like, okay, wait a minute. I'm all for punching Nazis, but like, I don't think this is the answer to non-violence. Is it a lot harder to do stand-up now? Oh, it's the worst. Michael. It I mean, is the absolute worst. Is it really? Time. Yes. Yeah, I thought yes. so. 
John Mulaney does a great bit in his new special, yeah. uh, Kid Gorgeous. It's, it's a great special, and he uh, he talks about um, how uh, he was at this. He was on vacation. He was at this historical site on the East Coast, and they um, they had found somebody. Uh, they, uh, they they found this old gazebo, and they re- he checked the dates on. It, he realized that they built this gazebo during the Civil War. <laughs> he thought it was hilarious. Okay. And he goes, he goes, building a gazebo in the Civil War is kind of like being a stand-up comedian now. <laughs> like, <it's> just, <laughs> that's insane. It, it does feel like that. It is Everything is off-limits. Everything you tweet, everything you say is, is you know, you, you can't do anything anymore. It's just, it, somebody's going to be mad at you. Mm-hmm. Somebody's going to be mad. Somebody's going to have a problem Somebody's going to be mad or somebody's going to spy on you. One of the two. Yeah. I tweeted something which I thought was innocent the other day about, like, the new year is coming. And I was like, I was like, women, you have it so easy. You can dye your hair purple and be like, new year, new me. <laughs> and somebody, and like, people have to take you seriously. <laughs> I was like, we can't do that. And I had multiple women reach out to me on Twitter and be like, delete this, take this down. Like, damn it. I'm like, what? Why? <laughs> like, what is happening? Like, yeah, what was their reason? It was just because it's it's anti-woman, don't you know? Like, it's not oh, easy to be God. a woman. But I'm like, I that's not what not I'm anti-woman. saying, and it's not like God. God it's just bad. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. It's, it's so exhausting. It is. It is. Yeah, that's the word for it. It's exhausting trying to do comedy in in the hellscape that we live in <laughs> these days. <laughs> Because somebody's somebody's always going to be offended by what you oh, say. Yeah. No matter oh, yeah. what you say, somebody's someone's going to be offended. Yeah, I gotta be I gotta be honest with you. I don't get offended by much. I've had things said to me. It's like I, normally I would find that offensive, but it's about me, so I don't give a rat's ass. Yeah. <laughs> you know, who cares? Yeah. Do you care? Why would you care about that? You offended me. No, you don't offend. Nothing offends me. To tell you the well, truth. Well, we've lost the in, the ability to realize that. I don't really care about your opinion if I don't know you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you're some Twitter. Yeah, you know, you're a Twitter follower. That's great. Thank you for following. But I'm not going to change my life because you have an opinion about me. Yeah, yeah. And too many people are like, you know, I, I. There's a lot of people losing their careers and stuff over a yep. tweet and stuff mm-hmm. like that, which I don't think yeah, is yeah. the right way to do it. Uh, yes, we do need some no. kind of. Some kind of policing happening, sure. When things are getting said that are hate speech, sure. Um, yeah, but, yeah. I, you know, I, I, I go against the grain. I'm a very progressive person all that stuff. I live in L.A., the whole deal, blah, blah, blah. But I did not agree with Roseanne losing everything. I don't I didn't think either. that that no, was right. a deliberately racist tweet. I don't think that they she should have lost her management and their, her TV show. They Did you know that they took off all of the... All of her old television episodes are now gone as well. They yeah, sh- they went a they, little nuts. They, yeah, they wiped it clean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so God. her entire career and lifetime that she built up from nothing is now wiped away just because of one tweet, which I don't agree with. And Roseanne, for the most part, like she was fighting for the rights in other communities, in the mm-hmm. gay community, in the black community, yep. and stuff like that. Yep. During yep. the era, much like Mr. Rogers, when they weren't, weren't allowing black people to swim in the same pools, Mr. Roger hired a black mailman and soaked his feet in a little it swimming pool with them to show right. the unity. <laughs> Roseanne did the same thing, yep. like those episodes where DJ kisses a black girl at school, and they discuss that, yep. and they talk about how we're all the same, and it doesn't matter that she's black, and this and that, and they did that for the gay community as well, and like, she's a very outspoken person. That show was super progressive. And just because of a tweet that people didn't like, mm-hmm. it's all wiped away. I do and not agree with she, that. And she's had mental health issues. Oh, right. yeah. Big time. Yeah, huge. Which, so, uh, you know, which maybe she, we could give her a break. I don't right. know. <laughs> which they, she never hit. No, exactly. She's, no. she's been outspoken no, she about didn't. that as well. I mean, it's, it's well, crazy. Look. Everybody knows you're mentally ill if you marry Tom Arnold. <laughs> yeah, there, there have been gives signs. It away. Yeah. There have been they, signs. <laughs> there have been signs. They did the same thing to Hulk Hogan. Oh, yeah, WWE. yeah, yeah. WWE. Yeah, they wiped him out. And then on Monday. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. On Monday, this past Monday, when Mean Gene had passed, they actually brought him back. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, did you, they did. Did yeah. you see the uh, the Andre the Giant uh, documentary? God, man, that yes. Cool. I think. Oh man, that was so moving. It was. It was, cool. it was I died at his father's funeral. Yeah. He died at his father's funeral. Did he? Really? Yeah. yeah. I, I never knew attack. that one. Yeah. Oh, 
that's a little sad right there, don't you think? Really yeah, sad. that's yeah. just like an aunt, yeah, that... aunt I had who died, who was killed in a car crash at it going to her sister's burial. Oh, my God. Mm. Oh, God. oh, God. Wow. Unbelievable. Now, it's one of those situations, I think. Let me let me run this by you guys. Okay, so <laughs> Roseanne says something or does something uh, with Valerie Jarrett. That Was that her name? Uh, uh, Valerie I'm not Jarrett. Sure her name. I think so. Yeah. And by the way, Valerie Jarrett was not offended by it. She made it very clear that's not offend that doesn't offend me. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. So that was very quite disingenuous. But do you think that these people that have such a fit and we like, you know, the TV networks and all the rest of it? Oh yeah, we we wiped that clean as oh, What did you do that you're trying to cover up? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's that's my question. You're yep. con- you're <laughs> covering up something by making her look even worse than it is. So what did you do? Yeah, Let's that'd take be my a step question. farther. What does erasing her legacy do? It doesn't take it away exactly. once the ears heard it, the eyes seen it. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. I think it's just for furtherment of her career to move forward, well, yeah. to erase her past. Of course, um, it's just like why? You know? Yeah, and and again, like I do agree that there should definitely be some policing. There are people out there saying some really terrible shit. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't mm-hmm. think that was one of them. You know what? What you happened? Know, not to, my mom told us, "What you eat don't fill me up." And et cetera, yeah. right? So, <laughs> I mom, like it. Because <laughs> I would come home and be upset and she, I don't send you to school to make friends, send you to get education. And these are the things that she would say to us. Like, you know, what are you worried about what they think and feel? And I'll yeah. punch you in your throat in a minute. You know what I mean? <laughs> and she used to get upset. Good motherly advice. And that's yeah. what she would say to me. Yeah. Like, you letting these people get Absolutely. you all worked up and in trouble and for yeah. what? Yeah. You know? It does, it, they're people just like you are. And everybody is entitled to their own. Mm-hmm. Thoughts and beliefs. Yeah. Leave it at that. My, my mom would say, "They're just you're... jealous of you, baby." That's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, that's a that's good that's argument. That's where you know when you when, <laughs> when when the, when the making fun of you is correct. When somebody's like, I, "Well, you know, they're just jealous," you know. But there's a there's a group of people out there who are getting a stronger and stronger voice in stronger positions. Yes. Who want to create a utopia? And that's impossible because mm-hmm. we're human Not beings. Yeah, they're called Nazis. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, a beautiful utopia. <laughs> yeah, none of us fit in it, but that's cool. It's a whole different deal. <laughs> Michael, great. always a pleasure, man. Great having you in. That hour went by very, very oh, quickly. Yeah, I appreciate your time. Shy, I, I can't believe you're actually talking to me. Right <laughs> you here next week? Yes, no. I know not to come if you're going to be in here. <laughs> uh, thank you. I feel much better about myself now. But, Michael, tonight, tomorrow night, two shows. Tonight, two shows. And a show on Sunday at 7 o'clock. I should what? What do you mean I should? What should I mean? <laughs> How brave you are when he's all the way over here. <laughs> She's pretty brave anyway. I'll tell you, she is pretty brave anyway. So I don't worry about that at all. I'm kidding. Uh, it all works on here. But, Shai, thanks for uh, joining in this time instead of just looking at me like, God damn. I can't look at you. That's the problem. <laughs> I know. I know. That's the problem right there. All right. Thank you very much. Uh, again, Rick Bronson's House Comedy tonight, tomorrow night, and Sunday as well. We'll be back, Tom Bernard Show.